All right. Well, Libby, you listen to the show, so you know what you get to do right here. You get to tell me how to say start the party, Dan. Oh, yeah. I, every week I listen, I think about what I would say. Um, now you have the chance. Yeah, because last time you were on the show, you did. this wasn't a thing. Yeah, this is a recent development. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking I would like you to say it like a uh, sleepy cartoon bear. Oh, oh that's that sort actually, of works because John is like perfectly. sick right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sick. So um, John may have COVID. I mean, yeah. we can discuss this, I guess. Well, yeah, we'll get there in a second. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Say it like Here a bear with COVID. Yeah. And we're recording remotely, just to be clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you haven't yeah. seen the photo of the episode, I'm not in. I told you know, no, I told everybody not to come here, but I'm Dan still showed up, and John's gonna cough in my mouth. But. Yeah, Dan still showed up, and I and I I uh, rubbed the bagel he's eating on my butt. God, yeah, I, I didn't get the message in time. He, I yeah. say this every time we record remotely, but Dan's setup and like lighting is insane. He looks really good right now. He looks it's like, like a magic angel. hour mm-hmm. type setup. Yeah, um, I paid okay. a lot of money for this. Sorry, setup. what are you eating, man? Sorry, John. I'm eating a bagel from Tim Hortons. That's what oh, I said. Okay. I was gonna rub the bagel on my butt. Right, okay. right. What kind of bagel? Sorry, John. I just, I do want to get started. Jesus Christ. Away. Well, this is the episode yet. No, that's what I mean. This should be in the actual show. Okay, well, I'll save it for. Right. Why don't you do the cartoon okay. bear thing? Start the party, Dan. Oh my god, that might have been really the best good. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that good? That was really I was, good. I was trying to channel the A and W bear. I feel yeah. like that's the you know bottom bottom. He fell off, didn't he? He fell off, but. I used to, well, I'll get into that in a sec. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It's Block Party. This is episode number 161. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And with us is uh, one of our faves. We're very glad she's able to join us today on a, on a last-minute tip because of my illness, which makes it even better. Uh, she is uh, the writer of the Sick Note newsletter. And like I said, one of our faves, Libby Watson, is here. Hi, Libby. Hi, Libby. Hello, thank you for having me. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like I owed John one because uh, when I did the POD cast a few a few months ago, I had the, the date wrong in my calendar and he sent me this link at like 11pm. It was actually right at the end of Go Off Kings. And I was like, it's not today, is it? It's, isn't it Thursday? And it was not Thursday and I was wrong and that was extremely embarrassing. So um, well, I'm, I'm paying my debt now. Well, here's the thing. In my view... Anybody who does the POD cast doesn't owe me anything. Ever. Yeah, that's the that's <laughs> yeah, the favor. exactly. You just you being on it. I remember uh, when I've been we on were, it only once, right? Yeah, you've been and, on and once. And we just talked about hedonism too the entire time. Yeah, Brian right? was in his Hedo Brian phase. Well, yeah. we did we did corn unplugged with you and Brett. You guys right. both came on at the same time, which was really fun. Right. But I remember <clears throat> I I obviously like blocked party. I book all the guests for POD cast, and I remember. <laughs> Saying to Brian, I was like, oh, we should get uh, Libby Watson on the show. And he's like, I'm not making Libby listen to anything to do on this show. And I was like, I was like, no, I was like, she'll she'll be cool about it. Like I already because I, I think I might have even already talked to you about it. Mm. 
when I told Brian that, then I was like, no, no, pardon me. I was like, she's going to be cool. It'll be fine. And he's like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. And then when, and then when you couldn't do the episode that time, Brian and I just ended up doing it together. And he's like, it's probably for the best. We didn't make her <laughs> listen to that album. But then I think, what did you end up? What did, what did we do when you were on? We did the covers playlist. Oh, that's right. Okay, so that wasn't too bad. That's actually like so almost bad, yeah. that's almost like as good as it got it gets on the POD cast because originally right. you were supposed to listen to Spike One Thousand. I think. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. So what is Spike One Thousand? Is it good? Um, <clears throat> they're kind of this band. Sorry, I'm going to be like coughing. And I was going to say we should. A lot. Dan, can you can you start like a, a pardon me counter for John? Because I think we're going to break the record today. We might. Yeah. Sorry. I, th- I think we're. One? One part. We're at one. Yeah, you've, you've had a couple of coughs, but you're coughing <laughs> off mic. Um, but let's 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 try and get a pardon me counter because I, right. I do think we're gonna break. Sorry, the yeah, we'll keep it at one for now. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, am I supposed to say pardon me every time I cough? Because that's I not mean, why just I was let it come natural. Natural. Don't, yeah. don't force it. Don't okay, force yeah. it. I Whatever you would it. do otherwise. Yeah. Um. No. Spike One Thousand is like they were this band that kind of it feels like could have been huge, but they sort of like missed their moment they had this sort of like major label issues so their album came out later than Mm. it should have and then it kind of came out like after the new metal wave was sort of over but it's actually like a very good album uh so yeah that was that's kind of the story of spike 1000 but it it definitely like i libby wouldn't have liked it i mean there's no question (laughs) no the the reason the covers thing was so good is that it was the the least new metal way to to listen to new metal um so that's that's why i sort of enjoyed some of them so these were yeah. non new metal covers of new metal songs. No, other way around, new metal covers of popular oh, okay. songs. Okay, yeah. but that's still that sounds. Some of them are like pretty fun. decent, and then it's at least if it's bad, you still have like a frame of reference for the bad. Like, and it's you like, be like funny, also. Yeah, probably. it's like wow, mm-hmm. this this is crazy that this band is doing this now, very good song. I, in I think this I can guess way. one that's on there yeah. is is behind blue eyes on there. Uh, did we do behind blue eyes? I don't, I don't think, think we, we did, did actually. No. That seems no, like that so. seems like the ultimate new metal yeah, cover. It was decided by a listener, so the listener kind of decided oh. like which covers we were going to do. This wasn't an album that already existed. This no, is, uh, okay, but maybe no, it should. Yeah, no, yeah. So they were they were just like, oh, because um, how it works in the POD cast obviously is you pay, um, <clears throat> you pay. $50 and you can tell us what to do for a month yeah. for like an or tell us what to review. And so the person was like, Oh, I want you to review a couple new metal covers. And then they were the ones who chose the list. So let me, I'll find the list for you. Seven, you probably haven't even, you maybe have not even heard any of these. Okay. I would say, but I, I don't excited. know. Let me Kiki is very loudly making biscuits in the background. She's standing on the chair and it's very cute. Oh, <sighs> Okay, I don't actually mixing Kiki. bowls around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, hold on. Fuck. I thought I had it up, but I don't. Give me a second. Okay, well, you know what? Let's ask Dan about his bagel. Okay, yeah, go back to asking Dan about his yeah, bagel. Yeah. What, are, what, what are we dealing with here, Dan? Because I'm not a big Tim Hortons guy. Um, but you know what? If I'm going to get something, I'm going to get the the bagel belt. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is the Libby, that is a that is a breakfast sandwich on a bagel and it stands for Bacon, egg, lettuce, uh, tomato. I believe. Of yes. Yeah. Uh, you can get it on whatever bagel you want. It's it's fine for what it is. You know, I feel like out of all the Tim Hortons breakfast sandwich options, that's the one that makes me the least sick. Um, but did you get <laughs> that's just a always normal... a good a good thing? You're yeah. like, oh, I this will only maybe make me puke. Yeah, exactly. Um, Does it have but... cheese on it? Yes. Yes, it has cheese also. It's mm-hmm. a the it's crazy. A... 
It's a well, big thing. The crazy part about that sandwich is that the you you would think like it it's not a crazy sandwich idea like bacon, egg, lettuce, tomato. That doesn't sound crazy off the hop, but it does also feel like they just sort of invented it so that they could call it a belt. Mm. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Which is weird. On a bagel is like it can be kind of messy. Um, right, because it, does the, it all fall out the back? It's sort because. of like with a bagel sandwich, it slides a bit, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so that happens quite a bit. Um, I think you can also get a sausage version of it, which is like a total disaster because then you have the sausage patty. That's two, Dan. Yep. The celt. The celt, yeah. Uh, but I think Dan, you just got a regular bagel, right? Yeah, it's just an everything bagel toasted with some butter on it. Yeah. Okay, that's and good. Then, that's a solid order. And you got the coffee from Tim Hortons too, right? Uh, yeah. That's, now, less, that's less good. That's now, less solid. Libby, do you want to guess uh, how many uh, sugars oh, Dan has in his yes. coffee? Oh, boy. Um, three? Mm. <laughs> oh, Dan? Wow. <laughs> I've got four sugars in this coffee. Oh, four. Okay. Oh, wow. So okay. Dan's growing oh, up okay. a bit. Dan's oh, my growing God. up a bit. Didn't you yeah. used to do six? Well, if I go to McDonald's, I have to get six. <laughs> yeah. It's a little different You have there. to get six. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, is it, I like, is it cause I, the McDonald's coffee is a bit more like bitter or yeah, I guess it, it's like better. Yeah. The, I like that. Li, like the question was set up in such a way where Libby understood that she was probably going to have to guess more than usual sugars yeah. and still didn't guess enough. <laughs> but four is surprising <laughs> to me because I think I am used to McDonald's Dan, um, where, where it is six, but I, McDonald's coffee is actually not horrible. For like fast food coffee. I like McDonald's coffee. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I like it. It's as pretty well. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's better than Tim Hortons coffee. For sure. I yeah. don't like coffee in general. No, you're not a coffee guy. You don't no, like I'm not coffee. a coffee guy. You sound like you could use a coffee right now, though. Uh, well, I'm getting a tea. Becca's bringing me. <coughs> oh, Becca's no. bringing me a tea. Thank you. What babe. kind of tea? Uh, lemon ginger with sugar. Hi, uh, Becca. Yeah. Love that. Uh, every, she had headphones on. Otherwise, oh, okay. I would say. That's fine. It's it's okay. Hello. Um, oh, you want to know something funny, Stefan? Actually, speaking of coffee. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but so um, so Becca, well, you know this part. Becca looked after Kiki and then mm-hmm. you, you and Irene went on vacation and you brought her back a nice gift for looking after Kiki, a nice bag of coffee from from where you went on vacation. But then I don't mm-hmm. know if you and know this. And a candle this. as well. Yeah. But <laughs> the the coffee was was hazelnut flavored. Oh, and so the first morning that Becca made it, I thought I was dying. I thought I was having a stroke because I didn't even know that she had like she didn't know it was hazelnut and I didn't either. Because so I think I, I got her like it was like a seasonal one, right? It was like a Christmas yeah, one. seasonal one. So yeah. I woke up in the morning and I was like, you know, because isn't it like I know it's like your smell burnt toast. But then I also yeah. know that it can cyanide, be smelling just something weird. Or but like, I also yeah. know that cyanide smells like almonds or whatever. So I was yeah. already kind of feeling a little <laughs> bit ill, not ill like today, but a little bit ill. And so Becca had made this coffee. She liked it, but I didn't even know that she had made it. Right. So, and so you just smelled hazel. So I like woke up in the morning and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, is someone upstairs make like, did is someone baking? Cause it was like seven in the morning. I was like, getting yeah. ready to go to work. And I'm like, what? The? I'm like, am I fucking dying? Like what's going on? And then, um, I told Becca the story like later that day and she's like, no, the coffee was hazelnut flavor. And I was like, oh my God. But she okay. liked it though. Yeah. Yeah. She liked okay. it, but it was just, yeah. I, I just, I saw that it was like seasonal and like Christmassy looking. So I was like, I'll get this. Yeah. And I don't, I think I vaguely saw that it was hazelnut flavored, but I, sh- I should have thought like that could be, you know, maybe not everyone likes hazelnut. 
No, I um, yeah, I mean, I think she liked it. I mean, I didn't ask for a review because I don't okay. drink coffee, so I wasn't like, hey. If she comes back in, can you ask for a review? Yeah, okay, I'll ask for a review. But I think okay. I, I think she uh, no. And I then think the candle she, also was that a hit? Candle was a hit. Candle is okay. real. Re, candle is really nice, actually. Candle okay. was really good. So yeah, no, you're. It's all good. All right. I mean, it was. I nice. hit it out of the park. Is what you hit saying. it out of. Yeah, you stepped up and you got in the batter's box and you swung the bat and it was well, a home run. You guys did a great job looking <laughs> after Kiki. So. Becca did. Becca did. I threatened to kidnap her. Yeah, but you know, you were there. I could tell. I could tell how much you loved her. You know, no. I could tell. Love's I could, not, I could see no. in your eyes. Love's I mean, Libby, right you word. saw the photo, right? Yeah, no, I, I definitely think John is going to end up being like, um, you know, those like, I think there are Facebook groups for uh, like pictures of dads who said they didn't want to get a cat. And then it's like a picture of them falling asleep with the cat on their lap and being soppy yes. about the cat and stuff. Yeah. My husband is kind of one of those people. He pretends that he doesn't love Digby, but he obviously does. Um, and I think, John, if you had a cat, you know, like Kiki, um, or Digby, then I think you would become one of those guys very quickly. I agree. 100%. But what does that mean? Like, what it, what would happen if I became one of those guys? Like, what does that You'd mean? You'd be cool. You'd be cooler. <laughs> <laughs> we would respect you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's But fair. it would be very cute because there would, would be pictures of you. I would love to get some more respect. I'll be honest. There, there would be pictures of you, uh, you know, sitting on the couch or like sleeping uh, in that you have that nice armchair, you know? You're yeah. sleeping oh, in that armchair and then you have great the cat move. on your lap. You know, it would be adorable. Yeah. yeah. It'd be very cute. Well, yeah, I, that's the classic picture is like a, a a dad falling asleep in a big armchair with the with the cat on his tummy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And that's fair. I, could see I you used doing to that. I could so see that. I dated a girl in university who had a cat, and the cat's name was Sushi. And it was like the oh, biggest. That's like the, such a good name for a cat. Really good. Yeah, and the cat was so big. We it was like an island. This cat, like it this was is not huge... the this is not the Bengal cat. This is not George. no no. This is going back. So I this was, is big. Uh, this is big. Like it's a fat cat. <clears throat> fat cat. Okay. And it was like obsessed with sleeping on my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, I guess they just like produce warmth at night or whatever. So like sure. back then I used to sleep on my stomach. I'm a side sleeper now, but back then yeah. I used to sleep on my stomach and I would kind of have my legs in like a V position and sushi would sleep like, so like, that is an insane sleeping position. Yeah. How that is that is nuts. That's not, well, nuts. the stomach thing is not fine, like, but I mean, it's not like I was doing the splits. I just mean that's like sort my of legs. Picturing, I, I just okay. I just mean my legs were like separated. It's still, I don't, it's, it's still, still not little... good. It's sort of like the position of someone who has just fallen off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I kind of looked like um, Tyron Woodley when he got knocked out last night by Jake Paul. Just that yeah. kind of like, but yeah, I was facing. Like you just be... landed in bed. Yes, you, know, you had a falling landed. dream, and you just yes. landed in there. Yeah. yeah, and you exactly. had dude wipes written on your ass, also. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, no question. And and so then sushi would sleep like right on my balls. Like, well, not really, because like obviously my balls are, but she'd sleep in the gap, like as close to my balls as possible. So if I'd have to like wake up in the night to pee or something like that, I would have to like lift my one leg like around <laughs> sushi to like get out of bed and go pee. It was horrible. So we have no. to close. We have to close the door when we sleep. I mean, I've mentioned this several times yeah. before, but because um, Kiki will just like step on your face. She'll just she'll stand on top of like the pillow at like the <laughs> head of the bed and just like kind of gently swat at our heads. She wants us to like play or like feed her at like three in the morning. Um, but she has gotten better recently. I think, I think, uh, daylight savings or whatever that fucked her up because she doesn't have a concept of, of like time. Right. Mm -hmm. So she was, she was bugging us an hour earlier for us. It was an hour earlier. 
for her, it was like the normal time. But I think she's adjusted. I think the cat advent calendar has helped a lot also. Um, oh, yeah, that was uh, that was a problem for us because Digby absolutely loved it. She loved the advent calendar, but uh, yeah. it gave her unbelievable diarrhea. So uh, we had to stop giving her the treats. <laughs> this is the Trader, the Trader Joe's one? Yeah. The same one? Yeah. Th- there's something about those treats because Kiki... So, uh, wait, sorry. Can we back up a second? Yeah. What to is the what the what the fuck? Yes. Uh, how runny was it? No. Um, <laughs> what was the uh, what is a cat advent calendar? Because I Hang think on, I've got it right here. I'll show you. Okay. Like I I, I mean I, I think I understand. Obvious. I know what an advent calendar is. Yeah. I get it. But so, it looks exactly like a human. So okay. So it's calendar. so it's treats. Because in my got, mind, got the exact same one. Yeah. In my <laughs> mind, when I was thinking about it i was thinking it was it was gonna be catnip based or when like I toys saw, and stuff yeah that would sort of make sense i, I was when, so I, when so we first got it only that's yeah. just treats okay. yeah when okay. we first got, got it. it i thought it was gonna be kind of a mix of toys and treats but it's like two different types of treats or it's the same treat but they're like different shapes i think yeah. um and I it's see. it's salmon and seaweed mm-hmm. based treats and i have never <laughs> seen kiki go insane for treats like she does with these ones yes yeah, um she well, so the first time we gave it to her, um, we thought it would be kind of cute to like, because they're, so you open the little door mm-hmm. and then they're in these little plastic bags and you have to open the plastic bag. And we thought it would be cute to just, to put them all in, to take them out of the plastic bag, put them back in the little door mm-hmm. and like open it slightly. So Kiki could kind of like, oh, it'd be like a cute picture. Kiki opens it up yeah. and like, but she just like inhaled all of them at once because she's like a little <laughs> hog. So she ate like six of them in like 10 seconds and then a minute later just puked all of it up yeah so we have to give it because usually she's like fine with treats she'll do like one at a time but she fucking goes nuts for these things so i have to give it to her like you saw I, i've posted on twitter a few times pictures of me giving her the little cubes it's very cute mm-hmm. um but we have to go slow because otherwise she'll just go fucking crazy but was digby the same way and then also with the diarrhea i mean i mean i wish she'd thrown them up because that would have been better <laughs> sometimes uh, okay yeah so she we gave her some and then the next day she it wasn't exactly it was it was diarrhea but she kind of so i i keep her litter um under the sink in like a little cabinet Uh, it's it's the only space in our apartment where we could keep litter other than like in the kitchen which would not be good Um, yeah and so she doesn't have a lot of space in there um and i think sometimes you know how they like they like to cover their shit up with with the litter and they they kind of dig. Yes, she gets very kind of neurotic about it, uh, and that sometimes leads her, I think, to kind of she was. I think she kind of turned around too much and ended up kind of sitting on the shit. Um, oh. And then she ran through the apartment with like this huge <laughs> chunk of shit on her side. Um, and like got it, <laughs> got it on stuff, and we had to like, we had to like um, pin her down and wipe it off her, uh, and she was really upset, and I was really upset. Um, so no. So more this is the part. Where, so this is the part where I'm supposed to really want a cat. <laughs> we'll just don't get them the advent calendar. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah. So you you have to you have to stop giving her the the treats. Hey, John, you gotta get a cat. <laughs> You'll never believe what our cat did. And I'm thinking it's going to be like something cute. And you're like, no, I got diarrhea. Everywhere. Well, Kiki will occasionally, if when she poops, if she has a little bit stuck on her butt still, mm-hmm. um, she'll do the thing. When when like dogs have worms, how they like yeah, the rub scooting their ass, thing. she'll mm-hmm. do the scooting thing. And oh, she yeah. will, without fail, do it on the only carpet in the apartment. <laughs> 
Um, I think I've just ruined some of the hardwood floors in our apartment um, by cleaning it up with the wrong cleaning spray. Um, yeah. And we're moving out in like two months. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> God damn it. Like, I managed to go four years without doing that. But yeah, uh, it's not it's not great. But I mean, just think about it like having kids, you know, like if you have a kid, you have to like clean their butt a lot and stuff. That's just yeah. kind of part of it. And so it's just it's the same thing on a, a, a sort of smaller reward scale you know you're not having to do that every day but you're also not getting perhaps as much fulfillment as you would from having a child um so it's it's also scaled down version it's way cheaper yeah and they only last you know 15 years or whatever so yeah so john i don't know i think you should still do it i don't think i don't think so (laughs) i don't think it's gonna happen like because i've i've have said that before more about dogs where i'm like if i was gonna get a dog i would just have a kid yeah. To me, right. a kid is much better than having a dog. Yeah. I, I think the amount of effort that you have to put into having and maintaining looking after a dog is uh, is too much. Um, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Totally. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think I think cats get a bad rap because a lot of them are jerks. <laughs> um, and uh, Stefan and I are both lucky to have like very sweet, cuddly cats. Um, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. for me, the reward of having Digby like cuddle up to me every night is is very huge. Uh, but if you haven't met a cat like that, I can kind of understand why. Uh, it would seem like they're these just little shit monsters that run around um, scooting shit all over the place. Yeah, Kiki like loves meeting new people, which is very Aww. strange for a cat. So like, yeah. yeah, I mean, John and Dan, you guys have met her, and she'll just come right up to you. Yeah, Kiki's cool. Um, which again, I mean, I think I m- good cats have a lot of dog like qualities. Um, yes. So I think Kiki and Digby have that going for them. Kiki hates other cats. Like we've talked about if we want to get a second pet. Yeah. And like, it's just the same. It's not, even if we got like a kitten or something, it just wouldn't be worth the risk. So I think if we got a second pet, it would have to be like a little dog. Um, Cause Kiki loves dogs. Um, How do you know that Kiki hates other cats? How's this, how's this experience? Uh, When we adopted her, uh, the adoption agency was like, we can't have her near any other cats. Like she is not good with them at all. But I didn't know if there was some sort of crazy life experience you had where Kiki went (laughs) fucking ham on another cat. No, no. But uh, when we adopted her, uh, the adoption agency was being run uh, out of kind of like the back area of like a dog groomers. Um, and so we get there and there's like four or five, just like huge dogs, like German shepherds and stuff, just wandering around. And Kiki's just like walking around with them. And like she owns the place. So she's like totally fine with, with other dogs and like big dogs too. Um, that's insanely so yeah. cute. It's, it's very cute. I think if, I mean, cause we have, we can't get like a huge dog in an apartment either. Mm. So I think if we got a dog, um, it would be like, oh, Dan, <laughs> <laughs> I can no longer see that Dan for the so cloud of much smoke. smoke. Sorry, I get. I need to get a screen grab of that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I can't even see Dan. Um, Sorry. No, it's okay. That was really funny. Uh, we'd get like a little Italian greyhound or something. Oh, um, I, think, I think they're good. I don't even dogs, know where the smoke so. is still coming from. Like, there's still <laughs> smoke around him. It was like so he took much. the thing like ten seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a big one. <laughs> <clears throat> it was like the 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 theater that um, that I performed at on Friday 
they it's like very clearly more of a music venue than a comedy venue so they just kept yeah. fo- fogging uh me and nikki so there's just like fog like every i took a bunch of photos of her from the side of the stage there's just like all this fog around her and yeah. i'm like that's not really usually when you see a comedian in a theater it's not a <laughs> the idea is that you can see them yeah it's not a foggy yeah. experience like it wasn't it wasn't enough fog where, where yeah where you were kind of like why can't i i see her right now but yeah. it was it was still t- t- like any fog is too much fog for a comedian so yeah it was a bit strange but yeah, I, I, can't, I can't really imagine how you, how you would work that into your act. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you just let it ride. Uh, yeah, the show is really good. I mean, I maybe got COVID in Alberta, but other than that, <laughs> no. Yeah. I think I th- no. I think given the timeline, I wouldn't have got it there. I would have got it. Yeah, before. because it wouldn't. The turnaround wouldn't have been. Yeah, but yeah, they. So. It was crazy. They. <clears throat> pardon. You could smoke in a casino there. That's that's three down. I think. <laughs> You could yep. smoke inside. So that like fucked my shit up. I was like, what the hell is this? Apparently it's only because the casino is on First Nations land. Apparently right. that's like a law mm-hmm. that you're, but you're allowed I was, to, yeah. so it was weird. Cause then like, cause I tweeted about it and yeah. then people were, it seemed like they were kind of trying to like woke me about it. Like they were like, <laughs> well, that's a fur that's a, cause it's a First Nations. Yeah, you just didn't know that though. Land. Yeah. Well, I, number one, I didn't know that. Number two. I think it's it has nothing to do with wokeness to be like it's kind of fucked up. People are smoking inside. Like I just I don't want to be around smoke that's inside. I don't think yeah. that that's like that has nothing to do. I think it's, it's a, a reasonable. It's not a cultural yeah. thing. I was just and it was also just like startling. I haven't been yeah. in a built like in a public establishment where you can smoke. Like even just seeing like ashtrays on the table at like the bar, you're like, what the fuck. <laughs> It's it so was funny just when you like when you take a train or go on anything that was built before about two thousand five, and there's like a built-in ashtray yes. in like in like the seat or something like on Amtrak or on the on trains back home or whatever. You see that, and you're like, God damn, that used to be just you just ashing your cigarette into the seat. It's wild. Well, planes, like it must have been yeah. crazy to fly on a plane when you could smoke on planes. Oh god, it must yeah. have just been an absolute like tube of cancer. <laughs> It's right. just awful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think the last time I dealt with it was just going to like Vegas and like a casino there. And like, I think that's almost like you sort of understand that's like, that's just, you're going to Vegas. You're going to have to deal with this, I guess. So you just kind of, but yeah. you weren't expecting it at all, John. No, I didn't. I just didn't know. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then, and then it was fucked because they, so you couldn't smoke inside the theater. So the theater was in the casino. You couldn't smoke inside the theater, but the smoking section of the casino was adjacent to the theater doors. <laughs> right. So you could yeah. smell the cigarette smoke <laughs> in the theater. Yeah. So I was just like, so at first when I started to get like a scratchy throat and cough yesterday, I was like, you oh, it's probably it just for like, like a combo of like being on an airplane and then also like being indoors while cigarettes are being smoked. But yeah, um, I can't tell no, if there's still, no, I think it's smoke COVID. in Dan's apartment or if that's just kind of the, the lighting setup. I think yeah, it's I just, think the now just the sun. Yeah. It's God, sick, it's so though. bright in there. He looks hot. He looks, this, this looks like a really good porno lighting to be honest no offense dan but it does look like <laughs> taken whatsoever it does That's look like porno uh, lighting i would know john so <laughs> yeah i know you don't watch porn libby you're, Is you're that, cool you're john cool like porno? Those that's porno lighting? high production value pornos correct thank you dan <laughs> that's, that's soft exactly core, that's right. softcore porno lighting. incorrect softcore porno lighting is dark because they're trying to hide the business this is exact, exactly what, this is exactly what Dan said. This is yeah, like I know what John's talking about. There was like this weird period. I want to say it's oh, probably are you like, talking about like uh, like the European ones? 
No, like well, like I Matt guess. Art or whatever. Yeah. Well, yes, yes, yeah. yes, okay. exactly. Um, yeah. What was the other? There was another Where, one. Had Hegra. like a, no, it had like X in it. It was like nude X or something. Okay. Is that right? <laughs> I don't I've already said two of them. I'm not going to say anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Stefan, relax. And, um, no, but all I, no. What I was going to say is, remember there was that sort of like brief period where they experimented with like big budget pornos and they made like oh, million like pirates. Like, yeah, like pirate, like yeah. million dollar pornos or whatever. It looks like the lighting in that. And you could get you could get pirates at like Blockbuster because they they had like a version yeah. where they edited it to be like a soft core. And it was like just the plot and stuff. That was so 100%. Insane. That was like two yeah. years that they were doing that, right? And yeah. And then they were just like, oh, yeah, people are actually fine if it like the it costs $10. Yeah. That's like, yeah, you don't need to have a big budget for, for porno. But I, okay. I, I, my mind would not have gone to porno lighting for, for no. I, I kind of thought like Instagram sort of influencer slash kind of like those accounts that you see that are just like really nice living rooms, you know, or like mm. yeah. really nice Airbnbs or something. It's just like pictures of nice places. It's like That's cottage core, right now. sort yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Libby, when you think about it, the influencer industry is kind of pornography. So, wow. Thank you for coming to my TED Do you talk. think that? You went there. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what you think? Yeah, that is his, that's his beliefs. That's that, I yeah, I have a yeah. peer reviewed journal about this, obviously. <laughs> I found I found the new metal covers track list, by the way. Okay. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> you ready for this? Okay. So we yeah, listened yeah. to Institutionalized uh, by Body Count. So body count is Ice T's new metal group, oh, yes. right? And the uh, institutionalized God. is suicidal tendencies. Okay, um, that was a weird one. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the band Dope, uh, all white guys, uh, recorded a cover of N.W.A.'s "Fuck the Police." Oh, okay. So you know, yeah. Uh, then we had Disturbed covering Tears for Fears. Shout. You've probably okay, heard, I think, I, probably I think heard I knew about that, that one. one before. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have corn covering Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall, which oh I remember gosh. Libby really hating that one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then Godsmack covering the Beatles Come Together. What? I think oh, I, I have Libby heard liked that, that, actually. that one. Libby likes that one. I, I, did. I, th- I feel like I've heard that in like a trailer or something. <clears throat> that's yeah. These mm-hmm. a lot of times that's what the new metal covers are for. It's like a yeah. movie or something like that. Uh, then we covered uh, Coal Chamber uh, covering Shock the Monkey, which I think is okay. a Black Sabbath song. I think. Sure. Oh, it's a Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. Sorry. Sorry. Right, right, right. I just got distracted because Ozzy Osbourne also sang vocals on the song. So but I thought it was like one of those like retcon, like it's a different band, but the same singer. Kind of, but yes, you're right. Sorry. Right. Yeah, Peter Gabriel. Uh, then Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson covering Helter Skelter. Okay. Uh, yeah. Which was about what you would expect. Uh, yeah. And then Godhead covering Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles, obviously. Uh-huh. I don't know who Godhead is, but. You don't we need to know who yeah. they are. And then sure. um, Alien Ant Farm Smooth Criminal. Right. Oh, that was which so is, great. Which is so great to listen cover. to that again. Yeah. yeah. That's just it's, a good song. Yeah. Great song. Great cover. I think it's better are than they, Michael are Jackson. Are they new metal, version. technically? Alien Ant Farm. Oh, yeah. 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 Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's I would the only say like almost like heard, so. like rap rock more than new metal, but I guess it's kind of a similar. There's like some crossover there, right? Stefan, I have some news for you, my friend. Yeah. Rap rock is new metal. But, but that's, are, that's pretty much one of the fundamental tenets of new metal. <laughs> no, 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 it's I know, much but the like, whole thing. but but it's there can rap be rap rock. rock there can combined. be rap rock that isn't new metal, right? Go ahead, Stefan. What's your example of that? Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Alien Ant Farm actually has less rapping than a lot of new metal bands. 
Oh, okay. Do you remember when Joe Biden called Barack Obama Rap Rock Obama? No. Yeah, that was that was real. Rap Rock Obama. (laughs) When when was that? Was that in like a debate in like two thousand eight or? Uh, it or was. Were, were I don't they, remember exactly they, when it was. I just was it an insult or was he trying to be? Cool, no, he like... just he just couldn't speak. Um, oh, okay, oh, okay. right. Well, he, yeah. he said rap rock Obama. Okay, I, I should probably fact check that before I say it on a podcast. But I remember I remember it extremely clearly as one of the uh, one of the funny Joe Bidenisms that people were passing around uh, in the the golden days before he was uh, nominated as the Democratic nominee for president. Yeah, I'm seeing okay. multiple references to this online. Multiple yeah, so rap I think rocks. He, yeah, I think he did call him rap rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's also yeah. It, this is blocked party, so you don't you're like oh I pr- should probably fact check this before I say it. <laughs> Nah, you're good. Don't worry about it. Just you're vibes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fine. No one's going to give a shit. No one's going to... I mean, people might care in a sense of like, they'll tag you on Twitter and be like, that never happened. You know, I shan't happen, be though. seeing we, those. So. We can confirm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll get that, but... Uh, you can yeah, never like, be fact check if you just never read your uh, DMs, emails, or Twitter mentions. Exactly. No one can True. fact check me if yeah. I just simply don't think, hear it. John, you have open call. DMs, right? Yeah. That's psychotic. That is insane. It's Why would fine. You do that? It's fine. I mean, I guess so you're like normal enough on there that like it's yeah. fine for you to do that. Well, yeah. the weird thing, the uh, the weirder one is I have open DMs on my curling Twitter. And <laughs> okay. so now because now I like I'm, you know, I'm a broadcaster and I've got a curling newsletter now that I've been writing. Yeah. And so I think people think I'm like some sort of expert. On on curling, which I guess I sort of am, but like you, you I, are kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess I'm but I'm getting people now where they're like DMing me because they like want like insider info or whatever. And that's a very weird. They're like, oh, so like what's going on with Team Homan, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, I don't fucking know you. Why would I <laughs> talk to you about this? You know what I mean? Wow. Well, you, to me, you are a curling expert. You're Thank a new you. metal expert also. Thank you. Um, if I wanted to know in, anything about curling, you're the guy I would ask. Yeah. So. That's absolutely that's very sweet. That's very yeah. nice. Yeah. No, you're an expert. Thank you. What I mean, am I, I guess an expert in, John? Well, I think it's obvious, okay. right? Jacking, <laughs> jacking off. Yeah. Um. Cats. Uh, no. Yeah, you're okay. not a cat expert. I mean, just because you I'm a have kiki a kiki expert. Yeah, sure. I'll give you that. Okay. Sure. Kiki yeah, yeah. expert. Again, okay. I still don't really know what that even means. Like, you just take pictures of. Just but have yeah. like a good feel for her. Jacking off expert. What deal. else? Um, I would say like you're you're I, I would qualify you as an expert at NHL. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean you I think if you're in like the top couple hundred in the world, that makes you an I expert. I think that makes right? you yeah, an expert. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'd right. say you're an expert on NHL. Um I mean you don't have to you don't have to stretch for anything else. That that can it's okay can, to be an expert in one thing. Too. Yeah. Well, two well, things. Yeah, two things. Yeah. Jacking off and playing oh, NHL. Sorry. Yeah. NHL, yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. jacking off is, is huge. Like, I just I just settle for that. Yeah. yeah. Libby, Libby what are you an expert in? Uh, that's what I was just going to say. Um, nope. <laughs> nothing? Nothing. Nope. nothing. Uh, I, I, I could say I'm an expert in what it's like being British in America. Okay. Ooh, that's, that's true. Good. And in Digby, too, if I'm a yeah, Kiki and expert. Yeah, in Digby, yes. That's true. Expert. Uh-huh. I was um, really hoping you were gonna also say jacking off. I, that would have that would have popped that would have popped me big. I'll be honest I think, with you. I think Dan uh, is also jacking not off. Not quick expert. enough. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I would say I'm better than <laughs> Stefan. 
Oh, yeah, I, I think he is too. Honestly, I think I I'm would sort of say off. I'm an expert in uh, classic Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, that's true okay. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have you ever done like Simpsons trivia, Libby? Like, I think we've ta- Stefan and I, I think have talked about this before, but I, I, I went to a Simpsons trivia night and it was um, very overwhelming. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I could compete with the kind of comic book guy um, types that I think would be dominating there. Right. Uh, but uh, I think I could, I think I could place. Um, you could place. Okay, just wow. Just through sheer repetition. Just through sure. watching it over and over again. I think I talked about this when I was on last time. Like, I just watch it at least twice a year, you know, and have done since I was, you know, a child. Um, yeah. And I don't gotcha. let go of it. Um, and I don't remember. My memory is very poor, probably due to 15 years of SSRIs. Um, but I do remember Simpsons jokes and quotes. And I'm very fast with the Frinkiac. So, um I think okay. uh, I think I could place. <clears throat> yeah, that's impressive. That, to that me, is impressive. It is, yeah, it's a very um, yeah, it's a very tight skill. I'll say I was I was very because I've watched every episode of the first 10 seasons probably three or four times. I used to have that like Simpsons encyclopedia and I would like read it along with the episodes. The, the, yeah, one yeah. That, the one that falls apart very easily. Yeah, the, pa- <laughs> the, the paperback one. Yeah, mine yeah. was all bent up and shit. And like I was not even close. Like I think it was. I think they asked twenty five questions, and we maybe got like nine. Wow. Um, it was pretty very yeah. very specific. It's very right? specific. Yeah, it was it was wild, um, wild experience. But yeah, no, that's that is impressive to me. Tell me a little more about being a, a Brit in America. What is that? Uh, what's the sort of what are your expert like tips or opinions on being British in America? I, w- I would say the definitive experience is um, getting mildly pissed off uh, at Americans making jokes or critical comments about Britain, but knowing that you, A, don't really have a leg to stand on because Britain is terrible, and B, can't actually get really offended because you're only British, and it's not it's not even really, like, it's not like a real prejudice or anything. You just have to sit there and be like a bit pissed off if someone is, for example, <laughs> imitating your accent or uh, saying like, oh, and do you drink lots of tea? And oh, does everybody uh, talk like Harry Potter and stuff? And you could just, it's it's um, it's a micro-microaggression, you know? It's just, it, right. it doesn't even place, but it's still, still slightly. I guess it's I similar thought- to being Canadian in America. <clears throat> mm, yeah. I figured the it would accent, be a lot of the accent. accent. I figured yeah. it'd be a lot of people... just repeating your accent to you yeah it is (laughs) scary isn't the right word but i do sometimes wish that i could blend in uh more easily and and do an american accent if i don't want for example weird men to have something to talk to me about Mm. um it has i mean not you know not to be too serious but it has happened a couple of times where i've been kind of like uh you know hit on or whatever by or harassed by by men and they've kind of uh zeroed in on the British thing and it's yeah. like if, if they have anything to talk about then that just makes it so much worse um, because it's like you can't just kind of brush it off um, because they say oh British blah 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 and it's just like oh, I just wish I wish I could not be perceived right now um, yeah right <laughs> I definitely yeah. feel like I've had the experience a couple of times where people have remembered my name and I don't remember theirs. And I kind of justify it to myself. It's like, well, if you're the only British person they've met that month, it's going to be yeah. easier to remember yeah. who they are. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. You know, being, being British in America, uh, it's increasingly embarrassing. Um, I would say uh, the level of sort of online hatred towards, Brit- towards British people is um, 
ever escalating, I would say. And again, it's like, I can't really get mad about it because, yeah, Britain is terrible. But you just sort of have to you just sort of have to sit there and say, yes, I, I, I know I'm from <laughs> from pedophile island. I get it. <laughs> you are an expert, it sounds like. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just called it. You said pedophile island and you pronounced it pedophile. So yeah. that already, I think, qualifies. I could tell you were saying it in a way where it was the A and the E very close together. Yeah. Yes, I loved that. That was really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get that, too. And I, I think. Uh, probably part of it is like you you also feel this weird thing in Canada kind of goes through this too although again not it Americans tend to not care as much about Canada I think they sort of just think it's like you know yeah America's hat or whatever but like I do think it, you get that thing where Americans often this of course this is a huge generalization but go ahead you're sort of stereotypical <laughs> yeah you're sort of stereotypical American is thrilled to defend their country right mm-hmm. and so they they always think that like you will also be thrilled to defend your country or yes. that you're willing to engage them in some sort of like adversarial discussion where they're mm-hmm. like america is the best canada sucks or whatever and you're just like yeah i don't like love canada either like yep. it's not you know but then you but it's weird because it can be adversarial where you think like there's a part of your like lizard brain where you're like, well, maybe I, I do have to defend Canada, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like, I don't, my, my feelings aren't hurt if someone says, shut up, you're British or whatever, because, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, which does happen a lot. Um, uh, but, you know, I can't say that I, I'm offended on Britain's behalf or whatever. Uh, it, but it, it is also difficult because like, I chose to move to from Britain to America. So I chose to move from one of the worst countries to maybe the worst country. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm dumb in both ways. I'm dumb for where I was born and I'm extra dumb for where I chose to live. I, can't, I certainly can't really like defend. Uh, I mean, you know, when I was, you know, a teenager and I sort of really fell in love with America as an idea and I was a total like... Aaron Sorkin, like West Wing, Obama lib, you know, totally like believed in uh, like hope and change and stuff. And I was aware of all of the bad things America had done and uh, I guess just didn't care or it didn't matter enough to me um, uh, because of all the stuff that I loved. And, I, you know, I, I think I still love America in a way, um, but it's certainly not really defensible. And so now it's like if I'm in the middle of a like yeah a battle between britain and america i'm offended on both ends because i've lived here for 10 years and i yeah. consider myself you know at this point i am basically american i'm eligible to apply for citizenship next year and i'm going to do that i'm going to have to put my hand on the fucking constitution or whatever and say a bunch of shit that i don't, don't believe <laughs> yeah um no one send that to uscis please um, <laughs> imagine someone just bursts into your citizenship hearing uh, yeah. holding a boom box like john cusack just playing that <laughs> she doesn't actually mean it i know <laughs> Um, and you know, I do, I do think of myself as both British and American and that sucks. That's two really bad ones. You know, (laughs) I can't, I can't really feel good about either. So I don't know. I just have to not really care. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think caring about your nationality is really a mugs game at the end of the day. You know, if it's just a place you were born or whatever, then what are you doing? Yeah. For me, it's like, oh, it's fun to watch, uh, Canada play hockey. It's kind of like the big appeal. 
Uh, and for Stefan, it's more of a militant thing. Um, he's really <laughs> yeah, always super into like he's always telling me how many boats we have and how <laughs> and then to, you know we should uh, probably attack Hawaii, which is really strange. And, and, you know, oh yeah. yeah, well that's a new that's a new one actually. The whole Wexit thing. He's talking. Yeah. And sometimes when he gets real crazy, he dips into the Cascadia thing. He's a big uh, let's let's have a Cascadia. Well, I know. do actually think we should have Cascadia. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? See, yeah. look, it's not even a bit we're doing right now. It's, it's genuinely what he thinks. <laughs> British Columbia, Washington, and Oregon should be its own country. And Northern California, I think, is part of it as well. Sure. Yeah. Let's get Sacramento in there. Who could, They probably have some ships, right, Stefan? You're always telling me about yeah, how many ships course, we have. Yeah. And, and I do like saying Deckel, obviously. And we're all, yes. Well, we all like saying Deckel, right? Yes. Libby? And I, I actually... Sorry. I can't, wow. I can't. I cannot get on board with that. It's just really stupid. That's okay. It's fine. It just Wait. sounds like it's spelled D E C K L E to me. Deckle. I know. Do but. Brits not? Uh, do Brits pronounce it decal? I did not hear the word decal until I moved here, so I really can't comment. I think so decal is, so, is a Commonwealth thing. I think that's what I was going to say. So yeah. what? So you've turned so your back on, you've turned on the proper your back. pronunciation of. I'm of just putting my passport in the trash right now. Holy <laughs> shit! Okay, I was like, I thought you for sure you'd be on board with decal. It I was really. I don't think we say. I don't think we say decal. I don't think we have the term decal in Britain. Oh, no, it's just not even. Oh, a, oh I see. Yeah. You yeah. say sticker or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, that, or some I guess that bullshit thing like plumpy pot or something. Yeah. <laughs> Stefan, I was I meant to say, uh, and this is you can scratch off the space on your bingo card. I was watching mm-hmm. Dragon's Den uh, okay. the other night and someone was pitching this business that had decals involved and everybody was saying decal. And I was like, I this is it. so Hell, be- yes. It was like the person whose business it was was saying decal. The Kevin dragons O'Leary were saying, saying decal. It. Yeah. it was I mean, Kevin O'Leary has been on Dragon's the- Den for years. Stefan, get your Ooh. head out of your ass. Well, it could have been an older episode. But- no, it was a brand new one. Okay. Have you watched the British Dragon's Den? No. Because oh, no, I used to watch that a lot. Isn't like Lord Sugar on that? <laughs> no. So he's the he was on The Apprentice. He was oh, like our okay. Trump. Right. Um, Lord Sugar. <laughs> yeah. Lord Sugar. No, Dragon's Den was great because it's even, I, I would wager, even more pathetic than, um, than the Canadian, the, the Canadian one? ones. Because, yeah, oh, wow. I mean, there were, there were people who were just like pretty rich. Um, I don't, I, like one of them was a guy who owned a chain of gyms and that was it. <laughs> Okay. Um, and like, yeah, people who, I mean, it's been over 10 years since I watched it, but I, I, I saw some Shark Tank for the first time recently and I fucking hated it because, you know, I, I grew up or, you know, I, I watched Dragon's Den and it's just so fake and they're all doing all of this like American kind of like bravado and all of this like trying to outbid each other and, and you know, all this bullshit. And it's also just for too much money. Where in the UK one, I'd be like, oh, I want £30,000 for my uh, pizza business or whatever. And, and that, would, that would be it. It was just appropriately appropriately lame, I think, um, making capitalism look a bit silly. Well, the one, the main guy from the British Dragon's Den was a guest shark on Shark Tank this year. Really? Oh. Uh, yeah. Peter or something, I think is his name. Oh, yeah. He's the he's the tosser that you're supposed to hate. He's kind of like yes. the... Um, he's the Simon Cowell Leary. sort of... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he was definitely coming on like because the Shark Tank. Yes, there is bravado, but you're right; it's mostly amongst the sharks themselves. It's not mm-hmm. usually geared at the pitcher. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is if the pitcher is rude or whatever, but they're not generally adversarial with the pitcher. But then he was just like, oh, "Your business fucking sucks. I <laughs> fucking rakes. I'd never invest in this. You piece of shit. You know yeah. whatever." And it was awesome. That's yeah. me doing your accent back to you. You're welcome. 
Uh, it's, honestly, it's like water off a duck's back at this point. <laughs> it barely registers. <laughs> Beautiful. And speaking of barely registering, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Libby, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Um, so <laughs> I had to look around. Um, nothing, nothing really good. Uh, but I thought I would send this to you. It counts as social media because it was an Instagram ad, and it's not one that yep. I got, but uh, a friend of a friend. Um, and I'm going to share this in the chat. Hopefully, you'll be able to see it. Um, I uploaded it to Dropbox for this occasion. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So, is it a video? Yeah, it's a video. Okay, it's a video so, of an Instagram ad. Oh, okay. So, Dan, can you maybe play that for yeah, us? Yeah, so just can, give me a minute here. Okay, yeah, so. I, I was, I was, go- I was looking over my feed, and uh, everything this morning was just about Joe Manchin and stuff, and I really didn't want to bring that uh, horrible energy to the pod. So, I, I have not seen an ad for this specific app, but I've seen ads for like similar apps, um, and it's like, I think I actually tried using one of these ones. Yeah. Um, and do you want do you want to explain what it is, or should we just watch the ad? I think uh, we should watch it first. Okay, um, I've got it right. But yeah, okay. all right. I'm ready. Yeah, I think that's it. Wow. So it's like two, it's like two apps in one, it looks like. It's, it records you sleeping, and then it also plays like white noise for you? I'm not sure. I th- I kind of interpreted that as just the um, uh, just sort of vibe setting for the for the ad. But oh, yeah, okay. I just I just love the idea. I mean, I didn't realize that there were apps that not only told you when you, for example, farted in your sleep, but also recorded the sound. Yeah, um, the yes. sound was unbelievable. Yeah, so I, I guess we should explain it because people couldn't see it. It was like it was like your Bitmoji face, and then it would be like you farted eleven forty six p.m. That was you the farting s- noise you heard. Yeah, you snored twelve twenty seven a.m. You had a nightmare three forty a.m. or whatever. And then yes, as Libby said, it seemed like it was recording you sleeping, and that's mm-hmm. where you were hearing the sort of fart noise. The yes. nightmare was sounded like a kind of like rustling in bed. Yeah, because I understand uh, theoretically the uh, the value of these like sleep tracking apps. I think I've tried one at, at some point in the past, and it just doesn't work because of like the way I fall asleep. You know, I have I usually uh, fall asleep listening to YKS um, under my pillow, and so you know the, it kind of <laughs> that seems uh, that seems not good I, at all. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. That seems like it's a terrible really bad idea. I, my my routine every night is I watch Go Off Kings and then uh, go and brush my teeth and turn YKS on. So Lewis is always like, <laughs> what, "Do we have to have? Do we have to have Jesse Farrar's voice in our house at all times?" <laughs> wow! <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Um, and so <laughs> the. Um, I think that the way that I fall asleep, you know, I don't always have my phone in the right place or something. It wasn't very good at tracking my movements or whatever. But, you know, I think the idea makes sense to, you know, you know, it's it's appealing at least to know when you're in deep sleep or whatever. But 
um, I don't really see the value in recording the noises that you make in your sleep and then playing them back to you. Like, I don't know how many people are out there. Like, I wish I could hear myself fart in my sleep so I knew what it sounded I like. Mean, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I'd be down for that for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to do the, the raise hand reaction on. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's me. We're on Zoom, yeah. right? so I've actually thought yeah, about. I, um, I, would, I would fart. I would love well, it. It would be not to out my own mother here, but yeah. um, my mom still. My mom is like not quite sixty. She'll be sixty next year, and she still refuses to like fart in front of my dad or anyone. Like so, her whole thing oh, is yeah. she just like doesn't fart all day and then just blasts in her sleep. So I would honestly <laughs> love. I'd honestly love to have like some like growing up. It would have been great to have like a recording of that. Oh my god! I respect that greatly, and that's. Um, oh yeah, my mum rocks. Yeah, that's, that's so the approach good. I intend to take in my own life and marriage. I, oh, I really? have. Okay. Uh, I've I've used the not that sleep app, but there was a different sleep tracking app that I tried out specifically to hear myself fart and see if I fart <laughs> in my sleep, and I do. Yeah, we all do. like a lot I mean, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There were some really loud ones, but and then I, yeah. I do. Ta- I talk in my sleep a lot too. But Irene has told me that before. Like yeah. I talk in my sleep a lot. Apparently. Yeah. This, my husband laughs. Yeah, in it's sleep, called which block party. I, I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, have some self respect. Come on, John. Oh, how do I put my I hand do have, down? And, I do. I do have self respect. I do. Oh, I have lower my. I lower my hand this way. Okay. So if that I do, is, if I do the the laughing uh, emoji reaction. You guys just see the laughing, like you don't yeah. see. Mm-hmm. It yeah, doesn't like just, pop. Okay, it's, it's just, just in your it's top just, corner. You don't see it. In no, the top I do. Corner. But I, I wondered if maybe you guys saw like a bunch of them like pop up, like no, over no. the screen or it something. Just isn't the little. Oh, okay. Libby's <laughs> got a surprise face. I don't even know how to do this. To That's be the honest, most if you go negative one I could find. <laughs> At the bottom there, you can. Oh my God! You oh, can, reactions. Whoa! Oh. No, you can just do every single. Okay, hold on a second here. Okay. Wow. Well, I think it's. Oh, okay. I think. Well, it's obvious. It's fairly obvious what we need to do here. Okay. There we go. Oh, how are you doing that? <laughs> if you click uh, under reactions, uh, you can click. There's the three dots. You can click more, and you can get like all of them. Oh, I can't. I don't have that on mine. I don't see the three oh. dots. Damn, that's. Oh, I see. My nope. dick went, my eggplant went away. Dan, did you take my eggplant off? No, I think Another the reactions temporary. go away after a little uh, bit, but the raised hand stays up until you lower uh, your hand or are called got it, got upon. It. So, yeah, um, I, I, um, oh, what was I going to say? I had, oh yes, this whole conversation reminds me of my friend. This is going way like 10 years ago. I actually used mm-hmm. to have a stand up joke about this. My friend had a relaxation app and I think it was free and it was, yeah, it was kind of like a white noise sort of relaxation app. And and what it sort of promised or what its feature was, was you could combine sounds. So you could do like rain plus mm. whatever, you know? Yeah. And then, and so I was like going through the app and one of them was train, which <laughs> like, I don't think of a train as being like relaxing. I guess it's like the train, like going yeah. over the tracks or whatever. But then, so I was like, this is a joke. I've got to like put on the train one and it was like for like a minute, this sort of that peaceful, I guess, monotonous, like, mm-hmm. yeah, but then it included the train's whistle. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I was hoping you would say that. That's yeah. great. It was very bizarre. So, no, yeah, so I, I have a, a very good memory of, uh, when I went to Coachella, when I was at UCLA in 2011, um, 
we <laughs> we didn't know that you had to like book a camping ticket like separately because when you get tickets to festivals in the UK you don't have to do that and so we were all a bunch of international students and so we didn't manage to get camping so we ended up camping 20 miles away at Salton Sea which is this like incredibly fucked up um like natural disaster basically yes, yes. um it's really it's really cool but it smells terrible um but we were camping there and it was very quiet because there was basically no one else there. And there was a train track nearby. And I remember waking up at like two in the morning and hearing this, you know, huge freight train go past in the desert. And I was like, God damn, this rules. Like that, that's great for me. I would love to, uh, to hear a train every night. Not me. I mean, I grew up with a train that went behind my house right. and I, I don't, I didn't think of it as relaxing, but the Salton Sea, this is a good chance for me to plug one of the best shows I've watched in the last few years. It's called Abandoned. Uh, it was a Vice show hosted by professional skateboarder Rick McCrank. And he went, it was like 10 episodes, and he went to like a bunch of abandoned places um, where just like ghost towns. He did one, it was like an abandoned amusement park. Uh, he went to this like island off the coast of BC that like no one really lives on anymore, or Newfoundland. I think it was both, one in BC, one in Newfoundland, where like, people don't live anymore, but it used to be like a fishing yeah. village. It was a very, very interesting show. It was really cool. Um, and he did, a, they did an episode on the Salton sea and it was like really interesting, like very fascinating place. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow. I've, been, I've been back since and it is, um, it's, it's very sad because, uh, the, the way that it is makes the air there very toxic and it is, it's actually very terrible for the people that live there. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is a really interesting place to see and it's super gnarly because if you walk along the shore, you just see all of these like fish skeletons and stuff. Um, so it's like one of the weirdest places I've ever been and it's like two, you know, three hours from LA or something. So it was pretty nuts. Like cartoon style fish skeletons? Yes. Like, oh yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, it was like, like the, it was basically like a man-made resort kind of. They essentially like dug out a lake and we're just like, uh, yeah, this is going to be um, the sort of where celebrities are going to come and they're going to have places here and this is going to be there. It's like they're kind of almost trying to create like a Palm Springs kind of thing. Right. Right. Um, it was supposed to be like a beach town in the <clears throat> desert. Yes, exactly. Um, right. And then, as you may expect, the water dried up uh, and everybody abandoned. There was like it had like a brief heyday. I, I want to say in the 70s mm -hmm. where it was that where like rich people right. bought places on it and it was going to be this big thing. And then, yeah, now it's just like almost completely abandoned the sea has like essentially dried up and yeah, it's fucked. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of stuff that's been almost completely abandoned, I can do my social media update now. Hey, look at that segue. Great segue. segue. That was a good segue. Nice work. We, uh, we've, we've talked about this guy before. We, we had an episode about him mm -hmm. uh, when, when we had our friend Tom on. Uh, and Libby, do you know, you know who Jamie Sweaty is? Um, I remember the name, but uh, I can't for the, at the moment recall what kind of freak that person is. He's sort of like a <laughs> like a horny poetry. Oh Twitter yeah, guy. yeah. I've seen these. Yeah, more horny than than poet. But his his Twitter name is at uh, Sweaty Jamie because I think his other one he stopped using, and that was just at Jamie Sweaty. Um, but his his like uh, display name is I make demons blush and angels jealous. Oh, fuck um, yeah. and he just posts, uh, just like really nasty selfies where there's like Vaseline smeared on the camera. And he's like, so I don't even want to say that he's hairy. He's like furry. Mm. Um, and he's, yeah, I mean, the pictures are very nasty and he'll post pictures of like his ass or like basically as much 
like you don't see his penis, but it's like very close. I think he has posted his his dick before. I think Tom has sent me. <laughs> cool, a that photo sounds funny. His... What's his handle again? <laughs> well, here's the thing: is he is no longer on Twitter because oh, his wife found his account. Oh no! <laughs> so the other day he got wife. Uh, yeah, oh, the other yeah, day he got wifed big. Um, so from his own account, he 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 had posted a couple days ago. A, a nasty selfie of himself in just like a, in like Buffalo Bill's basement. Um, <laughs> and, and he was like 10 days since the sex send help. And he's like trying to look seductive, seductively at the, it's really bad. Um, I'll just send it to you right now. One sec. I'll post it in the Please zoom. Do. Cause you, you guys should see this. Um, oh, I saw it. You sent it to me already. Oh no, I know. But, uh, okay. But yeah, I'll see it again. Um, yeah. 10 days since the sex send help. And then a day later, Quote tweeted from his own account, get fucked, grow up, which was his wife posting on his account. Uh, and, and she also, on, this is again on his account. Nice job representing your wife on here. He's a drunk, ladies. Wow, he's married. Can anyone tell on here? What a douche canoe. Um, so then uh, a little bit later, he posted, and this is him posting it. She found my Twitter. It's over. Uh, and then I'll try to say goodbye to a few of you before I deactivate wife chose to browse my Twitter while I was asleep. Um, and again, all of his posts are just like very, very horny and like really nasty. Uh, I'm sure Tom has like all of the, the classic ones archived. Um, but like they're nasty enough that like, I don't want to, uh, read them here. Yeah. Um, yes. And okay. And I was about to get to this next Livy is that his wife then joined Twitter um and started replying to him from her own account and also posting a bunch of like let's go brandon stuff too which was very funny nice yeah um but yeah she's i mean i'll just i'll read i'll read this uh whole exchange here uh oh, your wait, wife is stefan sorry can i yeah. play can i play kieran in this exchange uh yes yeah okay. and i'll play i'll play uh jamie sweaty's wife are you okay. gonna do a woman's voice stefan uh hmm i mean <laughs> Libby, do you want to do you want to play Jamie Sweaty's wife? Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. and I'll play right. I'll play Kieran. You'll be Kieran who's replying <clears throat> to yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so his wife's gonna tweet. Kieran replies, and then yep. his wife responds. Go ahead. Okay, your wife is not stupid or wrong. You're a disgusting, pathetic attention seeker who ruined a thirty year marriage, and all you little whores in actually engaging in this can have him warning he's a drunk who can't or won't be able to support you. Oh my God, are you his wife? <laughs> yup, but don't cry for me. He's fucked. I took all <laughs> I took pics of all his BS should have left years ago. I'm going through menopause and after 30 years and a 28-year-old daughter and an 8-year-old granddaughter, he's just a selfish ass hat, just like most men. Oh man. She put I, him on blast. My, like there's a lot more posts. But. My low-key favorite part of this is that she spelled menopause wrong and with yeah. a capital M so it looks like a brand name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through menopause. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, an American prescription drug commercial yes, or something. Yes, it totally yeah. looks like, yeah. She Ask spelled your doctor it, about menopause. <laughs> exactly. She spelled it with an, <laughs> uh, with an A, so M-E-N-A, and then pause, and then, yeah, capital M. And yes, uh, that's exactly, it's like, have you talked to your doctor about menopause? Yeah, The best totally, thing yeah. is that her, her name on Twitter is Lynn Dryden, and the, Dryden is in all caps, so it's like she's saying, Lynn Dryden. <laughs> yeah. 
but she's still posting. I think. I think she's sort of taken over the 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 sweaty family uh, poster role. Um, Amazing. So she'll be posting for a while. She's posting a bunch now, of shit about him. It's very funny. S- Stefan, I know Tom is more the expert on on Jamie Sweaty here, but what mm-hmm. do you think? There's any chance this is a bit? No, absolutely not. This is 100 percent real. Okay. That's I, that's my uh, yeah. feel too. No, no, no. That's my feel too. It's a it's a worthy question to ask. You know. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of bits going on online these days. I know. This it's is crazy. It's this crazy is one hundred percent. Online is getting a lot of us are saying this. This is a hundred percent real. Uh, I guarantee it. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, where this ends up. But yeah. Oh yeah. And all, the other thing is, I I don't think I mentioned it specifically, but Jamie Sweaty did delete his account. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I'm sure he will pop up again at some point. <coughs> Good luck um, to Jamie. John, you have a uh, you have a little clip for us here. Guess he's more like Jamie Dry now. <laughs> Wait, do you think that's why he said he's sweaty? Because the last name is Dryden? <laughs> Dryden. Oh, we didn't even think about that. I don't think he's clever enough for that. Yeah, no, I don't like ne- that. No, me neither. I think he actually is just sweaty. Uh, yeah. Uh, so my social media update: funny for two reasons. Uh, number one, it's just very. So this is a it's a clip from a show that I've never heard of before, but it's called the Tom Hartman show. And apparently it's a pretty well-known. I looked him up uh, cause I just wanted to make sure he didn't have like crazy bad politics or anything, but he doesn't. Uh, uh, Tom Hartman is uh, he's 70 years old, but he has a progressive he's, he's a kind of, but he, he's a little religious. So who knows exactly? But in any case, uh, he's, he's had a nationally syndicated radio show, the Tom Hartman program since 2003. And so he and and part of his show, it seems like, is he's a more progressive guy and he often has people call in, pardon me, who are more conservative. So they uh, so that's kind of the whole thing of his show is he sort of like argues with them or whatever. So this clip kind of went viral um, and it's great for two reasons. Number one, the clip itself is really good. Number two, the clip is about a minute long. And the last line that he uses here. Um, is the exact verbiage I will be using going forward when Stefan does something that I do not want to watch or engage with. So just <laughs> okay. keep an, just so just keep an ear out for that uh, when it gets there. That's the very last thing he says before he hangs up on this caller. So you can keep your ear out for that. But the whole thing is good. Uh, go ahead, Dan. Hey, hey, Tom. Uh, I was listening to you for the last hour or so. Um, I heard survival of the fittest. Um. You know, some of us choose not to vaccinate because we work very hard about staying fit, eating healthy, and our natural immune system. So, Nicholas, if you're so healthy, would you have unprotected sex with somebody who has syphilis or gonorrhea? You're missing the point. No, I'm not missing the point. They're contagious diseases. Would you have unprotected sex with somebody who has syphilis and gonorrhea and not worry about it because you're so healthy? No, I wouldn't do that. Okay, then why would you expose yourself to COVID without having some protection? Because the c- protection is my natural immunity. No, it's not. Tell that. Yes. Tell that. Yes. Tell my that to eight hundred thousand dead Americans, Nicholas. This is this is a stupid conversation, and I'm not going to continue it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'll be. You'll be like, hey, John, I got this new peep this out or whatever. Yeah. And I'll be and like, you're gonna this be like tell a... this to 800,000 dead Americans. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> that party lost me a little bit on that one. I think that's... Uh, that's uh, no, I think that's perfect. And <clears throat> I think you have to have the visual of this as well. It, it, yes. it, it, it ramps it up a little bit, but he just looks like this nice old like librarian. Yeah. 
He's, he's got all he's his books behind him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Great. I love it. That was great. Yeah. yeah. This is a stupid conversation, and I won't engage with it. Uh, so, yes, thank you, Tom Hartman. Uh, I don't remember who tweeted that, but thank you to them. And uh, look, speaking of not engaging with things, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see the post. It's a block tail. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. Now that's a segue. Even when I'm sick. That was good. No, that even was good. When I'm and what's sick, the, what's the pardon count way. right now, by the way? Is it four or five? I think Dan? I stopped counting after five. I got distracted with all the plays. I'm five. sure, you know what? I'm sure uh, one of our. Five? I'm sure, I think it's four or five. I'm sure one of our listeners It's will. at least three for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'll right. be on the wiki. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Libby, uh, the floor is yours. Uh, what do you have for us as far as a block tale is concerned? Yeah, I sort of feel a little bit like I'm stealing Valor with this one, but um, it was the only one I could think of on short notice. Uh, so um, I am uh, friends with a bunch of people who work for the sports website Defector. Um, and, Brag. Uh, <laughs> I have friends. And that's my story. (laughs) (laughs) I would just like Um, to let you know, I'm very close personal friends with the following list of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, we all all used to work together when we were under uh, the Gizmodo Media Group brand that then became uh, Geo Media or whatever. And anyway, I'm sure a lot of your listeners will remember um, what happened to Deadspin when the uh, private equity firm that bought um, Gizmodo Media Group... uh, Fuck, they fucked with Deadspin, fired all the writers, and so they formed a new website. Um, and so when that happened back in uh, November of 2019, um, one of these tech assholes from uh, from San Francisco, um, you know the you know the type, the kind like like um, the guys who have just their name as their. Um, as their yeah. Twitter handle because they got on Twitter so early that you could just put in like at Pete and get it. Yeah. Um, it's almost always a red flag. Um, and so, uh, you know, a lot of those types of guys, you know, these sort of VC wankers, um, hate dead spin. They hate, <laughs> they hate good media in general. Um, and so one of them is this guy, Jason Calacanis, um, who is at Jason on Twitter. And this guy um, sucks. Yeah. Really bad. <laughs> and uh when all this was happening, when you know the the Deadspin shit went down, he tweeted, if a couple of the at Deadspin writers got together and did ten posts a day for a hundred days, got ten thousand email subscribers and ten thousand page views a day, I would back them with five hundred thousand dollars. And so obviously what he thinks he's doing there is is saying something that they could po- you know never possibly achieve and putting up money for, you know, this thing that he knows to him uh could never happen because they suck and are bad at their jobs whatever um and so then about a year later uh on december 18th 2020 uh my good friend tom uh who is the oh i'm gonna get this wrong i think is he the editor-in-chief or the managing editor of defector anyway he's one of the the big wigs at defector which is the um sports website that all of the ex-dead spin guys and and girls founded um after 
uh, all that happened. Um, and so Tom posted on this day, uh, today is the hundredth day since the launch of Defector, which means that it's time to settle a grudge that began over a year ago. And he embeds the tweet and he says, well, 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 <laughs> Jason Calacanis, you venture capitalist moron, you, you big time shit boy. We have some updates for you. Defector has over 34,000 paying subscribers. That's bigger than 10,000. Uh, they have 30, uh, 366,000 page views just yesterday, blah, blah, blah. And so obviously they have more than smashed the goal that this guy set. Um, and so when that when they put this post up, I think I quote tweeted uh, that tweet and I did at Jason pay up bitch. I remember um, that, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just blocked me immediately, um, which is very upsetting. And I think he has since like engaged with the defective people in some way. Um, I didn't have time to research that. Um, but he did not give them $500,000 as far as he, I know. He found a way to like like openly like welch on it basically yes where, yes, exactly, where, he, yeah. where he was like hey congratulations guys i'm not interested in investing in something now or whatever and yeah like, yeah it's yeah he's a little it's bitch very boy. funny mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 just just for some context for the kind of guy this is um he is <laughs> he's the guy who uh last year um in august tweeted that he was looking for a um teacher to teach two to seven students in his backyard hashtag micro school and then said, if you know this teacher, refer them and we hire them. I will give you a $2,000 Uber Eats gift card. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he was, trying, he was trying to hire a private teacher for his, you know, like rich children's rich friends uh, during COVID. Um, the other thing that he did was, I mean, he's one of these like San Francisco guys who's obsessed with um, talking about the, the crime and drug use in San Francisco and not just talking about it, but attributing it to um, a lack of sort of prosecution and persecution by the, by the police and specifically the, um, the newish DA of San Francisco. They hate that guy because, you know, he's like vaguely decent. (laughs) So they're like trying, you know, he like uh, held a GoFundMe to raise money to pay a journalist to just write about how bad this prosecutor is because he's the kind of guy who wants to send every homeless person to jail. So he's a real piece of shit. I, uh, I I think I have found so his reasoning for like getting out of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, originally he said I would I would back them five hundred thousand dollars, and then uh, he he changed his offer when they actually hit those numbers and said I will invest five hundred thousand dollars for eighty percent of the company. Pathetic. Yeah. Oh, there <laughs> you're not on Dragon's Den, mate. He didn't, which he did <laughs> not mention uh, in the original bet. So no. yeah, very funny. Eighty percent. He has open DMs. <laughs> All right, I am just DMing him. Pay up, bitch. <laughs> we'll see send how the, that goes. Send the send the tweet as well, so he knows yeah. Let me let me uh, shoot you the link to the tweet. Um, yeah, send the tweet it is as important. Well. Yeah, yeah, send me the send me the tweet. I I literally have already said pay up, bitch. So we'll see if I can get the. Uh, I have to get this one down real quick, but yeah, that's pretty good. God, yeah, not not a great account. No, not seems good. like a seems. I think like I'm, a bad I think guy. I maybe just muted him. Um, just so thank, I wouldn't see him on the thank timeline. Thank you, Libby. But, Thank you, Libby. That was good. Uh, okay. So I, I meant for the tweet, but yes, also oh, okay. thank you for the story. And now I will send him the tweet. Perfect. Okay. I might as well get blocked while we're at it. Uh, beautiful. Well, speaking of blocks from the DMs, we have a great listener block today as well. This is from Anna. This one's from May, and it's a really good block tale. So I don't know why it took me this long to read it. But in any case, thanks, Anna, for sending it. The only time that I got blocked that I'm aware of happened on Twitter. 
okay, that's a good place to do it. I made a comment to one of Andy Kindler's tweets. I can't remember if I liked it or hated it, but some guy in the replies mocked me for a typo because he disagreed with my comment. I have bad grammar and spelling, but I also have arthritic hands, so I don't even bother replying or anything like that. I went to his page and it listed a bunch of atheist stuff in his bio. And so I said, oh, a pedantic atheist, total shocker. He then DM'd me a screed, which I assumed was bad based on this interaction. And then I saw a swear word and I just wrote, you're out of your mind if you think I'm going to bother reading this and was instantly blocked. (laughs) Love you, Anna. Very nice. Nice work, Anna. Thank you, Anna. Love that. Love that journey for us as well. Uh, and I think that's great. I, I don't have that power to just see like a long message in my replies and not read it or like in my DMS or whatever. Yeah. So I respect that. So thank you, Anna. Uh, if you have a listener block, you want to send in, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form <clears throat> on our website. Pardon me. And then, uh, you can also, like eight, I think you can, al- it's, <laughs> you can also <laughs> donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party. $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. Last month we put out, uh, a mailbag with uh, our friend and, and returning guest Savannah Erasmus. That was really fun. And we've got another bonus episode coming out this week. Stefan, finally, uh, it seems cra- crazy that it's taken us this long to do, but pardon me. We are getting to, Sorry, we're getting say, to say the, pardon me again. Come on. <laughs> pardon me. Yeah, uh, okay. We are getting to uh, finally talk about your block by John Taffer. Yeah, um, I can't so believe it took to, this long. Yeah, it took this long. But we're I think gonna, I just assumed we did it already. Yeah, we're going to dig into that with our pal Dan O'Sullivan. So that'll be coming out this week. And uh, of course, you can also uh, donate to take away the ads from the start of the show. You get to join our discord. Lots of fun stuff. And in January, we're going to be. Uh, introducing a brand new hundred dollar club and doing a whole bunch of new stuff. So anyway, check that out. Patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. Um, if you like the show rate and review it, subscribe, tell a friend Libby. Uh, we're here at the end of the show and the end of a show means it's time for a top three, three, two, one. Uno, 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 Girlfriend. Oh, yeah. So um, I was thinking, uh, <laughs> as a, a frequent listener of uh, Block Party, I'm, al- I'm always thinking about what I would do for my, my next top three. Um, and I think I would like to do uh, top three facts about John Cullen. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right, I like this. <laughs> so uh, I will start with. Am I um, participating in this? Yeah, of course you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Top three facts. Top wow. three facts. Okay. All right, sure. Um, okay, yeah, say, Libby. What's your number three? Yeah, I would say my number three fact is that John Cullen is a teacher, which I think is nice because teachers are nice. Yep. Oh, that's, that's good. Not, okay, that's, that's pleasant. Nice. I think this is wow. actually going to be a pretty pleasant. Top All right. Three, John. Okay. Definitely. Well, I good. Okay, that's good. I feel good about that. I think in the hands of a different guest, this could get a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad it's you, Libby, that came up with this top three. <laughs> uh, number three, uh, he doesn't watch movies very often. Um, that's I think, a great. Oh. One. I, I think that's interesting. I think that's unique. I think most people watch movies fairly frequently. John very famously does not. I like that one too because I am also a person who I watch every time I watch a movie I'm like damn movies are great I really enjoy that and then I, it takes me like two months to watch another one because um, I have the attention span of a small child. 
I, uh, well, and then it was funny because like, yeah, a lot, when I do watch a movie, it's often a bad one for a podcast. Like I That's just true. watched Kirk Cameron saving Christmas, uh, with our friends from street fight radio. That movie so. sucks, dude. Oh, it was crazy. Is that the I one that not... ends with them, uh, like break dancing and like <laughs> yeah. rapping at the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. a hip hop dance party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess if you count mystery science theater as movies, I've seen, I mean, I've seen, I've probably seen more mystery science theater movies than I have movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I mean, I think when I was younger, I watched more movies, but yeah, as I got older, yeah. definitely not. Um, okay. Well, uh, top three fact about myself. Well, should I just go like off the, should I just go off the page here and, and, and you can surprise us. I mean, yeah, yeah. Maybe like some facts people don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I just took a top three fact. Here we go. Number three. I just had to take a quick break for a pee because I'm sick and I'm drinking a lot of fluids. Fun fact about me. Number three, uh, 90% of the time when I'm peeing, standing up, I, uh, I, put my toe on its like, or my foot, sorry, on its like outside edge, my right foot. What? Wait, what? You like so turn like, your foot? Yes. So I like turn my foot. So like the outside <laughs> edge of my foot is resting on the ground. I have no idea why I do it. It's completely involuntary, but I've done it forever. So like <laughs> if I'm standing peeing, my left foot is flat on the ground and then my right foot is it's I'm on okay. like the side of my foot. Well, now I have to think of a new fact. So <laughs> <laughs> Is it maybe like a stabilizing thing that you learned when you were first learning to pee? Maybe I have no clue. Like I just, <laughs> I genuinely do not know why I do it, but I, I, I do it. That's a great fact. Thank you. Well, I, I thought I would, you know, I got to try and do some, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. some maybe fun number stuff. two. Um, number two is that, and I'm now I'm worried I'm going to get this fact wrong. Um, was that when you were little, you called your penis a duty? Yeah. No, that's yeah. right. Yeah. You got uh-huh. it. Yeah. Great yeah. fact. That's a true, that's true fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, that's a classic. That's so good. Uh, number two, he's a very good NHL uh, video game goalie. He's oh, very good at it. Wow. Thank you. I think, I think stats wise, you look at the numbers, you, you've, and especially recently, we haven't played as much recently, but when we do play, you carry us sometimes, you know, you're very good. And bonus fact, uh, when we're playing and he lets in a bad goal, uh, he like hits his couch very loudly, and so you can hear him over the over it's a leather the headset. Couch. It's a leather just like couch, slapping so the couch really loud. Yeah, again, it's I, really good. I do relate to that a lot. My husband always makes fun of me for getting so mad at, at video games. I don't think I ever oh, really hit you, the couch, Libby. but I do kind of do a, a baby like this motion. <laughs> you know, yeah. like a toddler kind of slamming their spoon on the high chair. It's like, it's bad because, yeah, like I, I went, when I'm in therapy and I, I'll be like talking about my anger issues and I have to like t- explain that. Like mm-hmm. I, one thing I really like to do <clears throat> when I'm playing by myself and Becca's asleep because I can't hit the couch because it's too loud because she's asleep mm-hmm. is I will, I will, <laughs> I'll get re- I'll get really mad and I'll like look at my video game controller and I will audibly say, I want to break you into a million pieces. Right <laughs> and I do like, I genuinely do. And I said this to my therapist. I'm like, I'm like, I would never do it. I've done it when I was a kid. I've talked about like breaking controllers and stuff before, but like, I know that it would feel good. Like I oh, wouldn't yeah. feel, sh- I wouldn't feel shame about it. I, I mean, I obviously I'd be like, Oh fuck. I just broke a hundred dollar controller. Like, 
that part would suck, but I would genuinely, it would for like five seconds after I did it, it would feel unbelievable. If I could just, just fucking chuck the thing on the ground. Oh man, it would uh, feel great. What's your number two fact about yourself? John? My number two fact about myself is okay. Uh, this is okay. This is a, this is a good one. I think so people, I think people know, cause we've had Graham Wright on the show before from Tokyo police club. And he wrote our initial theme song that you now hear at the end of the episode. So I went to elementary school with Tokyo police club. Um, and so three of them are two years younger than me, but then one of them is my age, uh, the drummer, Greg and, and him and I, uh, were in cl- school together. And, um, we had a band together when we were in grade five and the band was called uncanny influence. And we made a music video where we played, uh, when I come around by green day, but we didn't, uh, we didn't play. It was for a music project. So it was like a lip sync. So we, we had our own, like we would cover some green day songs and stuff. But then for this video we did, when I come around, we shot a music video in my friend's backyard and Greg's dad worked for like a TV company. So he actually had a video editing machine in his house, which like in 1995, that like didn't really exist. So I don't know if it exists out there somewhere, but there is a, a, a band, me and Greg all from Tokyo police club in this band called uncanny influence. And there's a lip sync video out there somewhere of us singing when I come Good around Lord. green day. Wow. That so has to be, that has to be surfaced. Someone has to find that. <laughs> It's Libby, pretty good. number one. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Um, so the context for this is that, um, shamefully, the first time I came on Block Party, which I think was August or so, 2020, uh, I had not listened to Block Party before and didn't know John. Uh, and since then, it's become one of my favorite podcasts. I listen every every episode. I'm a patron. Um, but at that time... Thank you. Didn't know... Thank- <laughs> yes, thank you, Libby. Not at all. It's uh, very much worth it for the content. Um I didn't know anything about John, and so I uh, looked at his Instagram, and he had posted a photo of the hockey player John Cullen uh, and said, happy birthday, Dad. And so I was like, oh, I guess his dad is uh, a hockey player, Um, which I found out probably like a year later, I think, was not true. Um, So my favorite fact about John Cullen is that his father is not a former hockey player for the NHL. But his name is John Cullen. But his name is John Cullen. Hence (laughs) the joke, I assume. Yeah, so my dad's whole thing is that he hates having pictures of himself on social media Mm. because he he genuinely thinks that like the government's spying on him or whatever, even though, well, whatever, people who are listening to the show who are patrons have heard my dad on a mailbag so they understand what he's like um and uh yeah so that is the so the joke is he doesn't want me to post pictures of himself so i'll post pictures of the hockey player john cullen but it has fooled more than you libby so i i, well, I was like well it was really funny i was working on a uh or i i am working on a curling book pitch with um past guest charlie demers that's great and uh yeah i mean we'll see what happens but um the initial sample chapter I sent in was about a specific curling game, like one of my favorite curling games of all time. And he was like, I think that you should make the opening chapter about how you became a curler 
in the face of your dad being a professional hockey player and you sort of being like, Oh, I don't want to play hockey anymore. I want to become a curler. And I was like, my dad's was not a professional hockey player, but I was, but but I was, I did grow up in like a very hockey forward household. So Mm -hmm. the idea for that chapter still held up, but it was just, he was like, Oh, your dad's not a professional hockey player. And I was like, okay, so there are definitely people out there who are carrying around this idea, probably still that my dad was professional hockey player john cullen so look honestly like book fact checking is very minimal you should just write the chapter as if that was true (laughs) and uh, turn it in it would make for a great great chapter why not yeah you're right yeah you're right i have uh i have three to choose from here because there's like three like classic cullen facts that we haven't really touched on yet (laughs) okay what are those just say all three and then you but you can decide which one you think is best but what like um, what do you think are the three common ones we haven't discussed yet uh, you're a, you're a professional, uh, you're a curler, mm-hmm. you're a pro curler. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you don't drink. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then fuck, I just forgot what the third one is. There's one more very obvious one. Uh, the, I think it was maybe that you love seltzer and okay. there's, there's a fourth one that's very obvious too, that I, that I just has slipped my mind completely now and I yep. just had it, but I'm going to go with it. You don't drink because classic. that's a, that to me is the, is the classic Colin fact. Cause, cause you'll, you will bring it up. If we're talking about something vaguely alcohol related, you'd be like, well, I don't drink, but so yeah, that's my number one. Hey, look, yeah. you got to fit, you got to fit in. You know what I mean? You got to, yeah. sometimes you got to fit in with the, with the people. And I'm like, oh, I don't drink, but I'm so pissed. I forgot. There, there's one that is so obvious that I, that I just, I mean, you're a stand up comedian. There's another one that, that I had in, in my head that I, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm sure hundred percent the discord will. Oh, you love yeah. new metal. That's what it was. Uh, oh, of yeah, course. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Classic. Classic yeah. fact. Um, okay. Have I told the story about the first drink I ever had by accident? I think so, but it is yeah. good. Well, just to fill it in, it's not like a true yeah. fact for it's not my number one. But yeah, the first time ever I ordered a virgin margarita and then they gave it to me non-virgin <laughs> and I didn't stir it. So I just drank a Ugh. sip and it was most certainly just the shot of tequila that had settled at the bottom of this blended margarita. Like it was a blended margarita, I should mm-hmm. specify. So it was like, yeah, so I just basically drank a shot of tequila and <sighs> um, I felt it. I was I was like not drunk, but I was like, yeah, Whoa. <laughs> That's not um, a good first drink. No, not it. No, it didn't taste good. That's for sure. I think my wouldn't, first drink wouldn't was, recommend it. This is going to sound uh, like a parody of a British person, but I think my first drink was port. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> but it was like one of my friends. You know how, like, you know, when you're a teenager, you raid your parents' liquor cabinet or whatever. Just the thing yeah. that she happened. Whatever to swipe. you can get. Yeah, yeah. exactly. With some port, and so we drank it like under a tree in my village or whatever and I was like terrified I was very afraid of uh, what the port was going to do to me <laughs> that's unreal uh, I'm trying John, to think of like yeah no, what's, I'm what's to your, think. your number one John is it something that you I mean it can be something you've told before or said before yeah but. I know but I'm trying to think of like what's an interesting one there's like things running through my head I mean being a pro curler is I think objectively like yeah. Very interesting. That's probably the, the true number one. The true fact. number one yeah. fact. Well, I, okay. Yeah. I will say, uh, so yeah, so I opened for Nikki Glazer on Friday and Nikki and I've, have, I've opened for her a few times before. She's very lovely. We, we get along really well. She's, she's an extremely nice person. Um, and she, I mean, you know, she's famous and she does shit. She's always doing shit. She's all over the place all the time. 
And even she remembered that I curled. And I like, I don't even know that we've even talked about it. Like she follows me on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, but like, I don't even know if we've ever talked about it because she amended a tag to one of her jokes because the show is in Calgary, Alberta. So she, she amended a tag to make the tag to one of her jokes be about curling instead of, I think football or whatever. And she was like, yeah, I just did that because we're in Canada. And then she's like, oh yeah. John's like a famous, he's like, he curled his whole <laughs> life or whatever. And I was like, you remember? And then we got it when she got off stage. I was like, I can't believe you remember. I curl. She's like, I think it's the only thing I remember about. <laughs> <you."> <laughs> uh, so yeah. So, okay. So I'll add to the curling thing. I started curling when I was 13. Uh, and then I curled for 20 years, pretty competitively. And I have won, uh, seven provincial medals. Wow. Uh, but none but none of none of them gold. <laughs> so I've never been to a national championship. But yeah, I won two men's silvers, uh one mixed silver, and then four men's bronzes. So Wow. Uh, so been on the podium a bunch in BC, uh, but never won. Uh my team at its peak was ranked number twenty six in the world and number seventeen in Canada. And uh yeah, and now I'm a curling commentator apparently. So yeah, it's a great game. It's a great sport. I think anyone who tries it would like. Has Stefan, have you ever tried it? No, I, I we should. I mean, that that would be a perfect video episode when we're able to do something. Like yeah, that, we should so. do that. Yeah, because yeah. you you never went like in for like PE in school or anything. No. Oh, that's kind of no. surprising. Yeah. No. Okay. Libby, have you ever curled? No, I've never never had the opportunity. I would I would love to have a go one day, but uh, it does feel unlikely. I feel <laughs> in this stage. Unless not, I move to Canada. If you ever visit Vancouver, we can easily make it happen. Oh, so that it's would not be great. That, yeah. So it's not that out of the realm. You live in DC, right? Yeah, but I'm moving to the West Coast in a couple months. Okay. So fun Perfect. fact, actually. So D, the DC does not have curling, but the West Coast actually does. There's actually a huh. few dedicated curling facilities in California. I don't know where you're moving, but and you don't have to say. But there's a few dedicated places are in and around LA and they just built a new one in San Diego. That's actually wow. like crazy good. And then, um, there's a bunch in Washington. Curling's pretty big in Washington. So, huh. well, I am, I am moving to LA. So oh, there you go. So yeah, yeah there's a, Perfect. it's called the Hollywood curling club. Yeah. You guys will have to come down and visit and we'll do, uh, we'll do curling and, uh, I'll, I'll take of- you and Tony, I'll take you and Tony Hawk. Let's <laughs> we we go. Perfect. <laughs> Your best mate. Yeah. My best mate, my absolute best friend who, and we still talk and it's great. Um, <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, great. Well, I mean, great. I mean, I'll personally, I my favorite top three of all time, obviously. So <laughs> that was good. Uh, great work, Libby. Thank you so much. Uh, before we go, is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, yeah, I guess just, um, my newsletter sick note. Um, I haven't been writing it recently, but I'm getting back to it in January. Uh, and that's just sicknote.co. Um, you can put your email in, sign up for free. Um, and you'll get newsletters, uh, once or twice a week. Um, and yeah, I write about healthcare. Also, if you're in America and have a healthcare story that you want to share with me, please do. Um, it's fine if you want to be anonymous, uh, just let me know. Uh, it's it's all on my, you know, you can find my email, my Twitter account, which is Libby C. Watson. Beautiful. Excellent. Uh, so follow Libby on Twitter and definitely subscribe to your newsletter. Uh, Stefan and I are subscribers. We both love it. It's a, 
it's a great read, if not, uh, you know, very soul crushing and, and depressing uh, some of the time with the uh, the American healthcare system as Canadians. And not that our healthcare system is perfect either, but. Yeah, I've really, I've uh, really got to figure out a way to write something happy because the two things I write about are American healthcare and my mom dying. So I've really got to come up with a, a third thing to write about that no, isn't sad. It's really good. It, it, it's, the Simpsons, it's really maybe? Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Throw yeah, in I some could, Simpsons newsletters. Maybe I'll write a, a, a newsletter about uh, Homer's triple bypass. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go yeah. uh, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Follow Libby at Libby C. Watson, uh, sicknote.co. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party. And we'll see you back here next week with the 2022 Block Party Enemies List. Uh, always a very uh, popular episode, so it's a great way to end the year. We're looking forward to it. So Stefan and I will be back here with that one next week. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>